Blog Talk Radio. This is Susan Swanbeck, CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing. For the next two fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new, be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped, laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. You never know what these two will be up to next. So please welcome Susan Swanbeck. And hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah, who has a delayed reaction? I'm saying hi all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Tony, you're like, it's your name. That's your name. It's yeah, she forgets her own. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all right, so we're back on the old program, so the sound should be much better. Um, right now, I'm that. presently working on getting... Uh, the restream chat running, so it might and it might not work today, and it might take um, a few adjustments here and there. So uh, we're working on that so that way everybody can have the convenience of the other program added to this program. But guess who we have today, Pete? Oh, Come my on. God. Guess, guess, guess. Guess. We have our mystery guest Wednesday. <laughs> A la Mr. Crystal, Mr. <laughs> Robert White. Yeah. Hey, welcome, welcome. Everybody. You know, but Robert White just isn't Mr. Crystal. No, he's not. Do you know? We're that, talking that. Not do you know today. he's a medium? Oh, my God. Okay, there's more. There's more. I've done research. He's also seen, I think it was four with him and his sister, he was seeing spirit animals. Spirit animals? Yep, I see oh, that. Oh, about, no, not Australian spirit animals. Yeah, Australian, yep. Uh-huh. And there was, oh, he's also done... The missing person cases, but because of him, it's easier for him to do missing person cases at a distance, like global. Right. So, without further ado, Mr. Robert White from Australia. Hey. Welcome, welcome. How does it feel to be on the other side? <laughs> well, depends on what other side you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> on this side of the screen. Oh my God, I think the restream is working. But definitely on the other side of the world too, because over here it's Wednesday and over there it's already Thursday morning. I know. So you know, I get so confused, literally, because somebody wanted to set up a reading for Sunday, and I never called her on Sunday, which was my Saturday, at a totally different time. So it took us a while to figure this out. A little bit of a confusion with the like, time. Oh my God! But it's Saturday, I said. She goes, no, today's Sunday. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, so all right, all right. So it took me a while to figure so, out. So, Robert, you are, you, a lot of our regulars, 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 right? Regulars. Regulars. Regulars yeah. know that you're in and out of our room, but you're still the mystery. You're the mystery woman. Oh, so no. Mystery gets Wednesday. I don't think he's a mystery. Oh, there's a lot of things know. mysterious about Mr. Robert White still. You think? Yet I okay. still think there is. Because I bet. Robert White's the guest, honey. See? Look, mystery. Rachel Elizabeth Ann is asking who was the guest. Mystery, right? Oh. Mr. Robert White. <laughs> yes, our Mr. Robert White, who has been doing the, the radio show circuit, doing the podcast circuit, but not just for one of his gifts, for many of his different gifts. Right. Because he also does missing persons. He also is a silversmith. He does crystal work. He is a medium. He's got a personality I, I, I and a half. We, we said that already. I'm just boasting. Okay. I'm just bragging. All right. I am. We are I'm very proud of our Mr. Crystal. 
truly. You know, if you weren't already taken, you know I'd be sending Sue over oh, to Australia. No, right? I'm single for life. Thank you. <laughs> I have a dog. I told you. See, hello, Kaden. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Brenda. Hey, hello, guys. Yes, it's Mr. Robert Wright today. So, Robert, right. let's start from the beginning. You know, and I, how I say, well, you're a tough nut to crack. We're going to crack that nut. Uncle Rob. Uncle Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rob. So, Yes, that's yeah. Ben and Alyssa already in the room. There are permanent second Wednesday. Second yeah. mystery guest Wednesday is Caden and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. First mystery guest, permanent guest is yes. Cassia. So usually if we find somebody, we just kind of stick them in that slot. Yes, we do. So. Yes, we do. <laughs> so do tell. Tell us who is Mr. Robert Wright. Start from the beginning. Give us a little bit of the insight on you. How how early? Well, did you... I think we have to have insights on different subjects. Well, yes. How early did your gifts actually start? How how early did you start creating who Mr. Robert White is today? Uh huh. Well, I I'm guessing it was about at age four when I first saw uh, the Australian shadow animals at the foot of the parents' bed, wow. and then uh, myself. And both sisters, we each saw an Aboriginal in war paint, war dress type stuff in our bathroom, wow. standing upright with a, a spear and one leg sort of crooked up on the other with uh, Anthony. Like a Captain Morgan kind uh, of pose, right? Pardon? Like Captain Morgan, the whiskey guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Captain Morgan. All right. I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Well, that's what people can understand what the pose was like with the Aborigine guy. You know? He was pulling a Captain Morgan. Robert you know? from down under, Elizabeth says, by Rachel. The, the house that we, we were living in was built for us, so there was no one that had actually died on that land. So, um, was, it, uh, was it Native American burial ground prior to that? The Aborigines? Native Australian. Well, you know what I meant. Yeah, Yeah, let's get so confused. But was it a burial ground? It has. Um, No, my sister, the archaeologist, she found out that that area was used as a tribal meeting place. Oh. Oh. Okay, so it probably retained the energy. Yes. Now, is, 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 we're still on this subject of the Native American now. Is, is Australia. <laughs> so, is Australia on a bed of crystal rocks like the East Coast is, or is it different? Um, there are crystals in some places because uh, when we went down to New South Wales to live, we lived in a place called Tullamore. And the entire front area of the place that we were at and further along, all the way along the, the, the little township, was covered in white quartz. Oh, okay. They put yeah. uh, the concrete or pitchman base along the road, but yeah. along the sides of the road, there was white crystal everywhere. Oh. Yeah, because quartz is a conductor, and we yeah. have some of those yeah. issues where the blood on the land actually yeah. retains the we memory. We have that here in Massachusetts. That's why I was like, okay, that's got to be what's so going she, on. So she dives right in that because she relates very closely to that. She was brought up in a cushion where that's the basis of what the land is over there. Well, that's where one of the ley lines come from, the yeah. Big State yeah. Forest. So what happened after you guys saw the Aborigine? Well, back to that. Um, not a lot. <laughs> we, uh, we, didn't, 
Well, I felt like I was being watched all the, way, all the time in that hallway because yes. the house that we're at next door have been moved a couple of places and moved back down to here. <laughs> it's for our rooms, we had to go through the kitchen, up the long hallway, passing one, two, three, the uh, sewing room, bathroom, toilet, then my room, and the sisters were in the next room, oh. that in an L sort of shape. Oh, and nice. uh, every time I went up and down that hallway, I felt like I was being watched. So, oh, very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, really. that's one of the signs of it, because I did grow up with... Um, that feeling of being watched. Yeah, well, well, but see, like, oh, it was like, um, can't hear, can't hear what, honey? I can't hear Robert. Uh oh. What can't you hear, sweetheart? Who's saying that? Brenda. Brenda. That's okay. That's what why Hold my regular to hear. Make sure we do uh, that real quick. She's just, she's got her ear pressed to her phone speaker. Wow, that what a difference. Wow, that's a different. I know. Hold on. Thing, right. See, Robert I had to turn, sound. yeah, I, Robert sounds. Robert sounds. All right, hold on. Okay. Hold on, Robert, we're, we're turning your sound up. All right, hold on. I got this. Okay, we totally got this. We got mm -hmm. this. We All got right. this. Try now, honey. Okay. All okay. Right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think the, I think the issue is, is because you don't talk, it, not in a microphone. Yeah. Um, right. So Chris had to switch over to a mic. Yeah. All right, hopefully that's better, guys. So, you should be starting to hear him now. So do you Sorry, think I forgot where we were. From from after that point of seeing the Aborigine spirit, do you think that was the beginning of like your mediumship gift? It might have been because um a few I think I was about six or seven and I had just learned how to whistle and I was whistling one night and um I I was on the bed, I closed my eyes, and then I had a vision of all these stones floating around. Oh, so I don't know whether that, whether that might have been something like a alien abduction or something, because in the dream that I had following that, we had a pretty big yard that had a pool in it, oh. and we had a slippery slide going down into the pool. Uh -huh. And the dream that I had was that I went up on the slippery slide, ran it down, but instead of going all the way down and I'm just dropping, I flew upwards, oh. and at the end of that, at the end of the upwards uh, bounce, basically, I landed on the bed because I could hear the actual springs going clunk. Wow. <laughs> so I, down. So I don't know whether that was something to do with spirit or something to do with aliens. <laughs> I'm not oh. saying that I'm an alien abductee because I don't know. Uh -huh. <laughs> I've been tested. Ooh, that's uh, yeah, um, that was another experience that I had. Um, right. So yeah, so then, but the, with the with the animals though, with the uh, spirit animals that I saw, like koala, kangaroo, emu, and platypus, I now believe that they were Aborigines doing one of their dances because they mimic what the animals do. Oh. So I'm think I, I had been sick at that stage, so I'm thinking that the Aboriginal that we'd seen actually brought the others in to entertain me while I was sick. Oh, that's interesting. Because it wasn't something scary. It was more like a pantomime that they were doing. So 
so now the Aborigines, we, I really don't know much about the Aborigines. Do, when they're doing their tribal things, do they try to channel the spirit of those animals as well? Is that um, part of it? I think they do. And they, they have what's called the dream time, which they have a whole heap of different animals representing different things. Um, like the rainbow serpent, big rainbow snake, basically, it is what they said caused a lot of the land masses to form because where it slithered in and out caused the hills and, and um, channels, valleys. Um, they also have that, I, I believe, Karen, if you're in there, you can tell me if I'm wrong, that <laughs> uh, Uluru, Ayers Rock, the one in the middle of Australia, that was also caused by that as well. Oh, wow. Because that's where they have a lot of their meetings, like all the Aboriginals gather. Wow. So that's a very, like, hotbed of spirit activity because of the yeah. spiritual crafts and things like that. Wow, that's interesting. It's, it's similar yet different to what our Native American styles are here in this country. So it's, it's yeah, I've been, I've been adjusting the sound because we're going back to um, an old program. Said so I'm getting good sound, just a bit echoey on a rabbit's side, but it's fine. Okay. I guess we're very right. good. Good. All right. So, and this is what I'm doing. I'm in the middle of adjusting it because I switched back to the old program with updated guts on the computer, guys. So bear with better, me. Better. So now they can hear Robert and Michelle, but I'm low. Okay. So Robert, when from that point on, what what do you think started right. to develop your skills Michelle. from there? What what kind of speedballs your you need to talk on. into the mic, honey. How did that happen? Thank you. Aha. How's that? Now you should hear it. She's actually going to talk into the mic. Oh, I love having a big white ball in my face. Oh, here so, we go. So great. <laughs> all right, guys. Now you should be able to hear everybody. Yeah, all, all right. good. All good. Thanks. Ooh. Okay. Now we can actually get on with the show. It's always like, but that's what it is. I'm not... A professional. Everything I do, I've actually learned on my own. She's great, though, guys. So I have literally learned how to do all this on my own. I was trained to do video, not studio work. That's right. And look. So, and I just learned all this on my own, and it is what it is. So, Mm -hmm. you know what? I like the help. I like the feedback. It's awesome. So, we did it, guys. Teamwork. That's right. Sorry, guys. So... (laughs) So how did you finally realize that you were a medium, Robert? How did you finally realize that, that those skills were being developed? Yeah, was, um, it, was it just as at four, or did you see other things growing up as well here and there? Uh, there were the occasional things that I saw, but I just put it down to an overactive imagination, basically. The, uh, the one that really stuck out was when I was uh, at my best friend's place on December 23rd, 1987, I think it was, because I was 90, no, hang on, uh-huh. 82, because I was 90 years old. Wow. And uh, I was walking across from his place to my grandparents' place to, uh, because I was told to go home because I was getting ready to go out somewhere. Uh, I'd walked across the road. I was about to step up from the from the road onto the gutter, or on the verge, basically, and I was stopped 
pretty much like a brick wall just appeared and I went bang straight into it. And I got a, a, a voice in my head saying, turn around, go back, tell him not to go or you'll never see him again. Oh, and wow. that happened a couple of times. I tried moving again and still couldn't move. And uh, the voice again said, turn around, go back or you'll never see him again. And I just played it off. I didn't put much stock into it. And I finally was able to keep going. I went up into my grandparents' place. And about three or four hours after, um, my mother had come in. Uh, we'd, we'd come back home here next door. And when my mother came in and said that uh, Adrian had died by someone running over in, in a car. Wow. Um, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I again. <laughs> that's that's pretty like wow. That's like a shock and a half to have an experience. Yeah, like that. it is. <laughs> wow, that's like all the hair is like standing up on you. Like, oh my goodness. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty. So this isn't like um, some people find that when you're around this. Did you ever like talk to your parents about it? Did they get spooked? Um, or did you kind of keep it to yourself? Uh. I tended to keep that one to myself. Uh, then uh, I think the next incident was uh, I was on the internet at my parents' workshop, right. like spare parts business, in the middle of the night because that's the only time I could get on to the computer, onto the internet. <laughs> uh, that was back in, I think, 1994. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I... Um, I had known about a, a little girl that had died on the, the land at that area. Yeah. She died of cancer at age 11. Wow. And then there was also something I could never work out what it was up on the mezzanine floor above the offices. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sort of a dark sort of presence in one of the back corners. Right. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know whether it was the girl or whether it was the the dark mat that um, when I was talking to somebody over in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. who had a, a toothache, uh, she said that it was needing a root canal type of work done on it. Oh, uh, by, by just, the way, by the way, you really helped me. With everyone that. was actually able to see me. I, I did this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that oh, hang on, let me try something. I, I, did that, and then I sort of put my hand towards the, the screen and and basically pulled back. Mm-hmm. And she said, how the hell did you do that? By <laughs> taking the pain out of her mouth. <laughs> well, you fixed my rash. I want Yeah, to her rash that. is gone in one like, day. It literally she was almost septic. Yes. I was so, so And now, now what we're getting into is some of the facts that uh, Robert does what is known as, as like, healing that it's not just stand on he can actually do a distance healing right. and michelle is actually proven because remember yesterday guys well your head's cut off again my head's cut off yeah well that's because you're not used to being so high up on an actual that's desk true. chair she got a big girl chair is that better now yeah now your head's not cut off okay. so what it is 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 
So yesterday when we were on the show, Michelle was definitely having a reaction, and oh. she has also has the diabetes. So and I have a lot. I had a lot going on. So I I'm like way too tired. So Robin's yeah. like, okay, I'm on it. Yeah. She wakes up the next morning, boom, everything's gone. gone. So her it. hand was swollen, all red. Mm-hmm. She had red all, all around her face. She had a rash from head to toe. So it's going down my yep. right leg. Proven fact, guys, he is a real healer. I- Yep. Thank really you so am. much in the applause because honest to goodness, yep. it really I have a applause. You did it. Wait, I have applause. You did it. Yeah. You did it. Damn, the speakers fell off on that. I one. mean, amazing, amazing, amazing. Robert, when I woke up this morning, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I had it going down my entire right leg, my entire right arm, my hand. My whole face was becoming covered. Yeah, it almost started to spread down. Yeah, My concern was, and that's why it's like I had so much going on, and then I was so sore. I took so much Advil yesterday mm-hmm. um, because I have to go help my mom like every other day, mm-hmm. two or three times a week. So I was so sorry. I was on so much Advil. It was like, oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> no way. So Robin goes, I'm on it. And which was good because I was so concerned with her becoming uh-huh. septic from the allergic reaction because for diabetes, the way it acts. Oh, so, awful. yeah, so really, thank you. I mean, I woke up yeah. amazed. There was nothing, not even residual anything, no redness, no dryness, mm-hmm. no no nothing. It was completely back to normal. Hey, let's, uh... I took pictures. We took pictures of it when it started. I got to do this before and after. I'll have to take the pictures of it now. Yeah, you have to post it so everybody yeah, can see. I'll have to post so, it. So, you know, some people say, some people will say, okay, I'm a healer of this, I'm that. But I'm telling you for guarantee factor of it is a healer. 100%. Okay, yeah, he's a healer. He definitely is Mr. Crystal. He is Mr. Crystal. He's probably been doing crystals. Well, I've always done crystals, but not the way that I do them now. Mm-hmm. So there are some mm-hmm. out there I've never worked with that I don't have knowledge of. Mm-hmm. So, but you know me, yeah. I'm now going to school to learn more about he's the a, crystals. He's because, a lifelong learner. Yeah. You know, it, and that brings us to... Rob, you must amaze the crap yeah, out of Literally. Actually, I am so excitedly curious about this silversmithing. Yes. Exactly what is it? How do I learn it? And if they're books or classes or what? Is that like a family there's, trade? There's, there's lots of books. There's lots of YouTube videos. There's, if, you, if you can find a lapidary group somewhere nearby, they will usually have silversmithing classes there as well. Huh. Uh, so if you can find somewhere that works on rocks, you'll get double the amount of... Uh, of knowledge because you'll be able to ask them, you'll be able to pick their brains on what sort of rocks are good as well, gemstones, uh, and then you'll be able to possibly work on them as well. So you'll be able to fashion things. Uh, like I've got a whole heap of stuff here. Um, here's a garnet ring that I made. Uh, I fashioned the rock. Oh my God. It's black garnet, but. Wow. Silversmithing is involved in that year. Oh yeah, my God! Can, uh, the first thing that we were taught in the silversmithing class I did was how to make rings. Rings huh. are the easiest thing to make. Oh, all you yeah. do is just bend the metal around to make it almost like a D shape until the two parts join. Right. Then you then you use some solder and use a flame on the solder and just have it join up. Mm-hmm. And then you hit it 
a lot with a uh, a mandrel and yep. a, a big silver thing and yep. you hit it with a white hammer so you don't dent the metal mm-hmm. and that's making a ring and then you then after you've done that you can you can put the uh, make a plate and put a bezel around the rock. Yep. You, you do that all first before you before you join it all up. You you mark it out. You wow. measure it, and wow. then you can put the rock into it. Huh. Keep measuring it so it doesn't sort of uh, melt or misshape. Wow. And then just, uh, you join the the bezel around onto the, the plate. You put the plate onto the onto the ring. And then you can, after you've done all that and clean it up, you put the rock into it and bend the, the sides over. So hold it. So what inspired you to even get into that? Into the Pardon, Michelle? What inspired you to get into the silversmithing? What kind of... Uh, one of the ladies at Lapidary, where I was doing the rock work, she said, oh, you'd, you'd do well in, in silversmithing. So oh. <laughs> she basically pushed me into it. into the mold and wow. it comes out 
pretty much as the uh, mom was. Wow. wow, that's fascinating. I know. That's like Michelle's science. like, if Sue does that, I'm going into the office. I'm like, I'll know. be like, yeah, I'm going to go down like, a couple of rooms, you know what I mean? Now, the, right. the, the first question I have with this is, like, with all this hands-on type of work that you do, are you, like, accidentally putting, like, your healing abilities in these things? You know, it, it, I would have to say, uh, honestly, my guess would be yes. What do you Do you say? realize that you're doing this, Robert? Oh, accidentally. Ah, yes, he is. Because if you have the ability to all this healing and you do all this hand work with the crystals and with the rocks and all this silversmithing and all that, you must must be oozing this healing out of you. Must you what? You must be oozing, like, this healing ability out of you. Oozing. Oozing. It's got to be oozing out of you. Oozing. It's oozing out of you. Like, I mean, you you think about it. It's got to have some way to release somehow. Yeah. I mean, unless you're daily on 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 the internet, literally healing people every day, there's got to be some sort of outlet for it for you. But that's why the crystals. Why the crystals, right? Yeah. So, do you think that the, do you purposely do that for people if they ask, like the kind of like, um, what's the? Well, word? some of the people I know that I know what is up with them, I can do certain things to those crystals and the the silver work that I do on them and make it so that it'll be active just for them. Uh-huh. And I can, well, it's sort of, um, oh, what do you call it? <laughs> Pre-designed, they, basically, for those people. Right. Otherwise, put really good intention into a lot of the other stuff that I do. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Like with yeah, all like the crystal work, um, it comes in basically like this. It's, it's the rough sort of... Uh, Stuff. There's quartz, there's a, a yeah. piece of fluorite tower, there's a, a smoky quartz tower in there as well. Cool. Uh, they come in sort of like that, and I take them up there, up to the club, I work on them. I sort of fashion what I think people would like with them, mm-hmm. and I end up with the Kinea. Just like this, which is a this one is actually a chocolate chocolate coffee moonstone. Chocolate coffee yeah. moonstone. I know coffee, my favorite thing in the world. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just feel it. Oh my god! Uh, I never even knew that existed. Yeah, yeah. That's gorgeous. Uh, Repurposed, not amethyst. Wow, that's beautiful. That's nice. Wow, Robert. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got a lot of stuff here that I've, I've put good intentions into, uh-huh. just so that anyone that comes along and, and buys them, they won't get a bad feeling or right. or have bad stuff happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, it's he, all positive intent. Now, here's all a question for me. Like, say you already pick up pre-made jewelry. Do you pick up the energy of that jewelry and the people that were wearing it with your abilities? Um... When I'm picking up stuff that other people have made, sometimes I try not to do that though, because every time that you pick a, a gemstone up or a crystal up, you're putting a little bit of your energy into it. Right, right. Because yeah. if you're having a bad day and you go along picking up all these different stones, yep. you're putting that bad energy into the into the stones. Yep. 
Right. Uh, <laughs> the next person comes along, I'll, I'll pick it up. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Not like a cat in heat. Just because I'm curious, because like you know, you, you go to a lot of like yard sales or flea markets, and you go to places and you see jewelry and you pick it up, and I always wonder, um, like if the if energies attached somehow from the people that previously wore it, and if it was, it was, you know, it could be positive energy, it could be negative energy. Uh-huh. You know, it could be someone who passed away, and that was a, a ring that they wore until they passed away. And I just wondered if you picked it up with your mediumship skills. Well, that's that's more of psychometry. Psychometry. Right, yeah. that's psychometry. That's pretty interesting, though. Yeah. That's another reason why when I get the when I get any of the crystals in from where I buy them from, uh, I usually do a cleansing on them first, so that there's nothing from the, the yep. previous person that's touched it or worked on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What is your method for doing it? Do you sage them, Robert? What do you do? Um, I tend to put them out under the moonlight if there's the full moon in water. That tends to clean most of them. If there's anything in residual after that, I will, yeah, I'll bring them in. I'll, I'll light the candle and I'll sort of wave it around over the candle to, so the candle to get rid of anything else that might be on them. Right. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Awesome. Now, now oh. talk to me about this medium stuff. What what kind of experiences has that been like to you? What kind of experiences have you run into with that? Well, the medium medium stuff, uh, I really only picked that up after I got married, which was um, in 2005, December 30th. Was that because your wife was uh, driving you uh, crazy? Over there in the States. <laughs> Um, yeah, we we had heard a few things like in the in the apartment that we were at, and but we were in Portland, Oregon. Oh, you were in the and oh, nice. yeah. One of the things that she had said to me while we were driving up to Crown Point on the back roads of Portland was, "Do not even think about Bigfoot." Because if you do that, he'll probably appear. Oh, but yeah, yeah um, big for that. Yeah. Never had anything like that. But on our drive from Portland, Oregon to Seaside, Oregon, I was getting that feeling of being watched again yeah. all along that highway. Yeah. Like the, the Indians up on the hills were, were looking down on us and going, oh, what are they up to? <laughs> Wow. Uh, but then we got back over here. Uh, we had a house that we moved into that had been a Lutheran church. Oh. And um, we had set, had it set up that me, my wife, were in one room. Adrian, our boy at the time, at that, that stage, he was only about six months. Oh, wow. Had a, uh, a bedroom off the side of that. Then there was another bedroom that one of the stepdaughters was in, and the other stepdaughter had one right at the front of the house. Wow. We had one of those baby monitors that people have when they have the babies to, to keep a check on them. Yeah. Yep. We never actually put Adrian into that room that it, it was supposed to be his because he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, speak there. Uh. We would hear occasionally on the monitor uh, an old lady's voice. Oh. Just saying random things. I can't really remember what they, what they were saying at the moment, but um, we could hear an old lady's voice. We then checked the entire neighbourhood around the house to see if anyone else had the same type of baby monitor that might be 
uh, cutting in on ours, right. no one's had anything. Because huh. all their kids were all grown. Wow. So, yeah. And then in that same house, we, I was sitting on one side of the bed. She was sitting on the other side of the bed. So it's about a, a gap probably about two or three feet between us. Mm-hmm. And in that space, we both heard a man's voice saying, hello. Oh. There was no one outside, no one out the window. And it was definitely between us. Oh, so. What was the name? <laughs> uh, literally, it just popped oh. in my head and talking about it. There was a movie that had a similar, except this kid was picking up, um, he had a cornfield, he used to be a reverend, his wife died, so he stopped being a reverend. And you saw the alien abduction movie. The, the one with the aliens where they say swing away and yeah, the water killed them. Yeah, what the heck the name of that I movie? Because he had the baby monitor up to pick yeah. up the E.T. thing I know in what that you're movie. Talking about. I don't remember what it's called. What is yes, it? Yes, the Mel Gibson movie. I can't yes. remember the name of it. S I G N S. What is it? Variety. 
It's not about past, present, and future. It's about the energy as far as energy of animals, people, or what's happening in your life. Right. Now, those that are psychic are the ones that predict the future. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, where in my my Susanese category do you put yourself? Where, where do you fit in the Susanese category? <laughs> I put myself in the, in the present with the uh, very near future sort of uh, range. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you use tarot cards? Or? The, uh, so do you talk directly to spirit or to the loved ones that passed? Or? Uh, usually to spirit. They pass messages on me. Oh. Ooh. So when, they, when, they, they get when, uh, when a friend has lost his dog over in New York, right? Um, he'd put up a, a sort of a panic sort of um, message on Facebook saying, I've lost my dog and I can't find him and, and my wife's out looking for him now. And I, I, wow. I, when, I, when I do my, my locating sort of stuff, <laughs> I bring up a map of wherever it is on Google Earth. You uh, try. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. And I usually get what, well, it looks to me like how sonar pings happen, like on submarines that go ping, okay. yeah, and that wave, yeah, and so I just follow the wave back up to where the originating. So is that <laughs> happening in your mind's eye, or is that a physical sight? Yeah, it's just mind's eye. So I can I can see it, but it's uh, in my head basically. Yeah. So when this guy his dog, I I didn't know exactly where he lived. Uh-huh. So and all I knew was he was in New York somewhere in in the, the west part of it. Right. So I just started looking on the maps and went right on left, left, left until I, I got the, the sort of outline of the ping in the head and I sort of narrowed that down to a certain road and I said to him, Hey, your dog's coming down this road now and I didn't know that that was his road. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. and he went out and said, Robert, you've done it again. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. See, that's a good thing. Normally when somebody says, Yeah, you've done it again. It's not always a good thing, yeah, but right? it's a good thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> too. I did it again. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then uh, a little bit later on, the same guy was hosting a show that I don't know if you know them, Russ and Sandy Wells from oh, no. Concrete, uh, Concrete, Washington. No, no. They, they're a couple of ghost hunters. Oh. Uh, oh. I uh, found for quite a while. And they were doing a live presentation from, what one is it? The Seattle graveyard where Bruce and Brandon Lee are. Oh wow. yeah. They, yeah. They weren't going into they weren't going into the graveyard itself, they were saying outside that they right. were they were getting a lot of hits and stuff on on there. So uh I was just I was just sort of picturing in my mind's eye where they were, what they were doing, what they were seeing. And oh. so I was um I think I was doing a bit of astroling at the time. I, I hadn't really done it too much before that. Wow. But I was I became part of the investigation. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That is uh, very nice. Because Russ had been walking around a bit, and I had said to him, Russ, to your left. And then about 30 or 40 seconds after I had said that in the chat room, 
he actually said, oh, I think there's something to my left. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then one of the other presenters that were on that night said, oh, did you notice that Robert said to your left about 30 seconds ago? <laughs> uh, that's great. That is pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah, Michelle's more of the paranormal person. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of the metaphysical one. So No, but I mean, yeah. people like you on investigations are like, imperative like it's amazing it's huge 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 help to have someone like you on an investigation i always always made it a point of having someone with your type of abilities on and we always yeah. based it's based in truth as far as i'm concerned 100 percent we listen yeah. to it and you know ne- you guys are never wrong so what what happened next uh, well, they, they continued their investigation. I, I said I, I made some observations of what I could see in the mind's eye. Like a, there was a, a marble, basically a crypt, about 20 feet in from where they were, and, and they said, yes, they could see that. <laughs> um, nice. Then it went on for a bit, and Russ said that he'd seen a light rising up from one of the gravestones. Oh. And he then went back down, and I said, "Just wait for about thirty or forty seconds; it will rise again." Yeah. Sure enough, forty odd seconds later, it rose again. That's awesome. That's when they stopped doing their investigation and went home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're a bit frozen for now, some reason. Now, when you were doing that, because I know that the curse, right, the, the Bruce Lee curse and all that. Yeah, that that is that I I do know a little bit. Did, about you, did that. you feel that that maybe since you were kind of like tapped into that investigation, did you feel like the the curse was real? The whole Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee curse, and you were tapped in pretty significantly there. Did you feel like it could have been a real thing? We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure it wasn't their gravestone because theirs was theirs is about the middle of the cemetery. Right. This was sort of back towards the edge. Yeah. Uh, no, I never felt anything about a curse from them. Okay. Okay. Cool. I believe you. There's no Bruce Lee curse then. <laughs> My brother was actually named after Bruce Lee, so that, that was a big thing with our family. So that's pretty fascinating. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And. Uh, I've also helped out with Caden and Alyssa when they they were on one of their investigations. I did the same sort of thing. Uh, uh, that was the one where Caden was attacked in the house. So he was actually they were waiting for some pizza to be delivered, uh-huh. and this thing had come along, and and Caden was sort of all, oh yeah, whatever, show me what your power is, and that's when the thing reached and stopped yeah. the path, and that's when I jumped in and said, no, you don't. Whack. <laughs> uh, we actually do have a couple of calls on the line. Those Ooh, that are actually those that are actually watching video, um, it'll stop in a minute, probably yeah. after break. Yeah. Um, so don't worry about it. The screen is frozen, but as long as you guys can hear as well, that's the main point. So All now right. I have a question. Uh, well, we have two callers and thirteen just minutes to break. Here she one. goes. Just this, just this. Now, on this investigation of the Kate and Alyssa one, did you feel it being negative from where you were? Like, can you feel it being yeah. negative where you are? Yeah, I could. Wow. It was definitely a, a dark mass, basically. And uh, I was like, if you're going to go against Caden, you better go against me, too. And uh, it, didn't, it didn't want to bother me. So. <laughs> That's great. You are pretty powerful. You really are. 
see what I know we got to answer questions. Yes, we have to answer questions. I just keep asking questions, so yeah, I you don't get another. Yeah. So yeah, you never run out of stuff to talk about with Michelle. <laughs> but she'll forget what she asked you and ask you again. No, I'm just easy. Sometimes, you. sometimes that's true. All right, so we're gonna take the first question. Uh, the caller is zero two eight two. Right. Right. Uh, is it, I don't know if it's gonna answer. Hi, you're live on the air with ACU Network. Who are we speaking with? Hello, caller. Hello. 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 Hi, you're live on the air. Hi, caller. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, yeah, we're great. How are you, honey? What's your name? Who's calling? Hello. I'm Hello? sorry. Hello? Hi, what's your name? Nope, zero two eight two. We're talking to you, honey. What's your name, honey? Okay. Okay. Okay, What's your name? My name is Anne. Anne. Hi, Anne. You have a question Hi, Robert. for Robert? She loves Anne. you, Robert. What's your question for Robert, Anne? Uh, this year, so this year I'd like to ask Robert. 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 You have an echo. Are you listening to us live at the same time? No, I don't have an no, echo. Let me see if I can get you to go. Yeah. Yeah. There is like nothing. You know, I'll, I'll just try to ask my question very quick. Okay. What is the question you have? Uh, Robert, um, do you see that my partner health will improve? And what do you see like with finances for us for this year? Okay, Anne is wondering about whether her partner's health will improve and how her finances will be for this year, Robert. Her name is Anne. Um, He's doing his swami thing. Your, your husband will get better. Uh, it might take about a month or so, but he will get better. And as for your finances... It's sort of going about the same amount at this point in time that I can see up going up a little probably in March, April. Did you hear him, Anne? Yes, yeah. I can because finances are needed to his health. And he's kind of yeah, a breadwinner at this time. Ah, okay. That makes sense then. Yep, so that Robert makes sense. So what Robert said, I hope you heard it, honey. Yep. So he's saying about a month for your husband's health and then up March, April for the finances. So Thank you so you much for about calling it. About, about, about a month. In about a month, his health will improve? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, well, hang in there, Joe, it will get better. Right. Thank you so thank much you. for calling in. Thank you, thank you. Well, Robert's the bomb. <laughs> bomb diggity. I think she was listening on live at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you guys call in, you have to kind of shut off the live. Otherwise, we get the echo coming through. There's nothing I can do about that. Okay. But that's, that was cute. That All was right. cute. So you do have one more caller. One more caller right now. I have oh. no idea what the question is. And wait a minute, I had this call yesterday, didn't I? Uh, hold on, let me check my numbers. Uh, no, 
Yes, we did. All right. Let's the see. caller called in yesterday. Two, 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 two. Okay, answer it. Okay. Hi, right. ah, you're live on the air with ACU Network. Who are we speaking with? Hi, my name is from California. California. Hi, Hi Wendy. Wendy. How are you? You're from Sacramento, right? Uh, yes, I'm uh, yeah, so very well. Um, um, I guess you're saying that I, I called in yesterday. Called yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah, I have your number. Um, what, what is your question, honey? You know what? That's okay. Thank you very much. I, I think I'll, I'll just go away, but you have a good day. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's okay, honey. You want to ask Robert a question? No, it's okay. I'm going to no, go away. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bye. 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 All right. I wish you, you well. I wish you well. Yeah. We Thank wish you well, yeah. too, honey. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. You too, honey. Okay. Well, that was a little bit odd. I hope she's okay. Um, we'll send her a lot of good healing energy. And I have no idea. Lots of love and light to Wendy in Sacramento, California. Yeah, I have no idea. I like when okay. uh, birds actually call back. I just keep track of the numbers. No, maybe what it was is she was just listening and kind of was caught unexpectedly with the call. That maybe. In. Well, no, she did hear me say she did call in yesterday. It's one yeah. of my callers from last yeah. night. Yeah. So. so she might have been just caught unexpectedly. Ah, sorry. It is what it is. Robert, she got stage fright when she tried talking to you. <laughs> I have no idea. She got a little bit of stage fright. Um, we had a question actually in the chat room earlier, and so I think it was Nikki who asked, where do you go when you need healing? Ah. Mm. Ah. I just tend to put up with whatever I, I get when I get sick. Really? There's no one that you like. Like, do you, you don't contact somebody else to help you with some healing? Uh, no, really. You oh. kind of deal with it on your own. Oh, I was actually curious too about when you were talking Uh-oh. about Oregon and you were feeling that feeling of being watched. Where yeah. you're saying that, I think Nikki Jacobs, who's in our chat room right now, she mm-hmm. actually has an experience about feeling kind of like the same way about the whole Sasquatch and being watched yeah. and that kind of similar feeling. Did you feel like maybe they wanted to contact you telepathically at that time? Not really. At that point in time, I wasn't all. Uh, I, I wasn't fully into the uh, the paranormal at that point in time. So, um, but I had the idea that they, the Sasquatch might be out there. But what I was getting was more like the American Indians with uh, with their. Uh, Spears and uh, bows and arrows, getting ready to, to throw them down on the car. <laughs> that is a lot of Indian ter- ter- like territory up there. That's for sure. It sure is. Yes, it is. Uh, Oregon is a very interesting state. They got a lot of like history, a lot of gold rush history too over there. Um, and of course, it, it is Sasquatch ter- like territory over there. Mm-hmm. Number one Sasquatch territory. So when you look into mm-hmm. someone's future, do you like like yeah, I'm trying to understand. I don't do futures, so I find it fascinating. Uh, so when you're looking into someone's future, do you, like, physically see it, or do they speak to you, or do you get, like, Pictionary? How does it work for you exactly? Uh, kind of like a feeling, because when I do that sort of thing, I'm actually trying to connect through whatever device they're using at the time. Okay. Because if they're using the computer, I can sort of 
I guess it sounds weird, but I can travel through the internet to them. Yeah, the energy. Yeah. Wi-Fi just goes straight to the device. Right. And I can sort of pick up from what they're using on on the hands, or if they're using the voice-free type thing, it'll go straight to whatever they they have on their body, and then I can pick up from that what is going to happen in the near future. Huh. I always find that fascinating because mine talk to me. And if they don't speak English, they play Pictionary. <laughs> I swear to God, they play Pictionary with me. And that's how I know they don't speak English, because they'll show me objects that I recognize as certain things. She sees them as the pictures in her head, you know what I mean? That's fast. That really is fast. Yeah, I, I know a couple of words. I know a couple because, you know, if my husband was back when he was alive, I know um, Shapava, his Matt. grandmother, and I said, wow. Why does your gra- Why does your grandmother? I forgot what the name was at the time. Why, yeah. Why does your grandmother want to give you a shabbat and what that? He said, "Oh my God! All right." She wants to. Yeah, that was it. He was all done. Evidently, she wanted to slap him upside the head. <laughs> That's all the. Okay, what'd you do? What'd you get, grandmother? Right. Yeah. So you know, so there's certain words, and I always found that like fascinating for me. They play Pictionary. They speak another language. Mm-hmm. Now for you. Are you directly reading the energy itself, and it doesn't matter what language they speak? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I first met Mindy, Melinda Jackson, Okay. I don't know if you've been in the chat room yet or not, because uh-huh. I'm just watching the, the video here on Zoom. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> when I first met her, she asked for a healing for herself and her her, well, not husband, but uh, they've been together about 10 years. Okay. And she asked me to, to do him first, and he asked, well, he actually said to her, if he can see what's wrong with me, I'll let you to talk whenever you want to and not be jealous about it, basically. So um, nice. I, I looked into it. I could see him, I could see his right leg from behind. Right. And the way I do my, my healing, I can see an image of the person, sort of like the warm pictures that they have where they can draw certain areas that, are, that have injuries and whatnot. Right. Oh. But with him, I saw his leg and I saw what looked like a big channel out of it. Oh. Something like it had been hit with a uh, fast-moving bit of metal. Yeah. And um, she then sent photos of his leg. He'd been shot in the leg. Oh, and wow. With, the, uh, with how they fixed it up, it's left a channel that was a slightly discolored amount of skin. Oh. And that's what I actually said to her. I said that I could see discolored uh, skin around that area. Wow. Wow. And so, so we've been able to talk back and forth whenever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool. We have a question in the chat room before we go to break. Yeah, People yeah, are wondering how they can reach you for a private meeting. Yeah. Uh, I am on Facebook under Robert White. I have the picture of a blue-winged kookaburra as Ooh. my avatar. Uh-huh. That's an Australian animal, kookaburra. It's a yeah. bird? Is that a bird? 
guys, we are back. I'm in the process of trying to figure out the sound issue here. So, and again, I'm still not 100% happy because that's me. I'm not 100% happy. Never happy until it's And perfect. blackout in Zoom. Wow. Why do you do this? Right, right, right. Guys, Robert, they're looking for you. For you, they're having a hard time finding you on Facebook. Is there an email that perhaps they can use to find you? Yeah, we're completely black, guys. So just uh, Bear with Michelle's going to do most second. of the thing. Um, um, I just I have a message uh, for Wendy if you're still yeah. listening in right now. You'll see the restream is like we figure this out. Yeah. This is why we went to the other program. So. Um, Wendy, we have a message for you uh, from, we have a bunch of psychics in here, and uh, Wendy, this says, um, uh, know that you are loved and cared about. Don't allow anyone to tell you differently. Uh, never, ever, ne- don't allow anyone to tell you differently. Never, ever. You are a good person. I can feel it in you. Reach out to your friends or to this crisis line, which is one 800 Two seven three eight five five two. So that's from one of our uh, regulars in the chat room, and I meant no offense. I just meant I like repeat callers, so I keep track of the numbers that actually call in. So it makes you guys feel more like family. So, you guys are friends, right? So, and again, that was a message from someone in the chat room, and I won't give her name without permission. But. Uh, right now, I'm going to work on the link as she continues to talk. And why um, does this do this? Go ahead. Okay. So, let's, Robert, now I want to start talking about the violent stuff, the aggressive stuff, these crime cases that you help with. How did you get involved with all that stuff? Well, after I had done what I thought was a remote view of the investigation with Ross and Sandy Wells, I... I went along to a couple of different sites that had the missing person over there in the US and I just sort of opened myself up to picking up whatever I could from from them. I then also used the the same sort of ping thing. That's what that's what I call it anyway, ping ping. <laughs> from the yeah. trying to, to locate what I felt where they were. And some of them, actually, one of them in in Michigan, I think it was, they they had said that this person had last been seen outside of this large grey factory sort of building. And I went from that, I pulled up Google Earth or Maps, or whatever it was, and um, Google Maps, and I searched along those until I got a ping on the U-shape of one of the rivers. And because it was was winter over there, it had all snowed over, and I picked up on where he was because uh, later on, the person that had put the post out come back and said, oh, by the way, you were right where, where he was found. It was in the U shape of the river. Oh my God. Uh, <coughs> that was one of them. There have been a few others that I've looked into and it's not the best feeling when you find them and they're, um, they're dead. Well, decomposing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a tough one. So were, were you, like, interested in crimes, things like this, prior to getting involved in it? Like, you just you yeah. kind of just fall oh, into I, that? I've been interested in it. If I could help, I was going to. So, yeah, I decided if I can do that sort of thing with uh, an investigation, I, I could put my hand to it and see if I could help with finding people and mm-hmm. either getting them back to home or at least letting the families know where they were. Now, did you work in any other missing person cases and were any of the people alive? You got any stories for us to tell us? Um, I know sometimes it's like legal stuff and you can't tell us everything. You know, I understand that. But yeah. it, well, that, that was the very first one I tried looking for mm-hmm. was way back. I wasn't even into the all the psychic and medium sort of stuff at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting trained in horticulture and how to get rid of weeds at the local TAFE, that's Technical and Further Education oh, College. Uh-huh. Uh, I was doing a, a, a thing for a cons- conservation sort of program oh, wow. up, on, up on the hills up here in, in Rockhampton. And that, uh, I think it was like that day or the day before, there was a little girl that had gone missing out west from here. Oh. And I was, I, I was trying to listen to what the woman was teaching me on the, the chemicals and how to put them all together. And, and I all of a sudden got this image of one of those big um, water tanks oh. that they put underground right. and they can access from the top. And it turns out that that's exactly where she was found, although I didn't have the, the access to the maps at that point in time, so I couldn't locate exactly where she was. Right. I just got the image of the water tank and her inside of it. How freaky was that, though, huh, for your first time? Sorry. To find Sorry. out that you were actually, like, accurate <laughs> like that. That must have been, like, must have blown yourself away. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a gift. Like, not, not every psyche has that ability to do that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That truly is a gift. Have you worked with law enforcement? Um, I have. I've put into the uh, into some of the sites here in Australia uh, locations that I see where people are, but I haven't actually heard anything back. So I don't know whether whether they found most people in those locations or. I'm not even sure if they've been found dead or alive. Uh, the last person I looked for was in South Australia, wow. and that was about a year ago, before any of the fires happened. Uh, I picked up that she was at the bottom of a, a remote area. There were there were houses nearby, but it was down the bottom of a hill. Oh. So. I just said to him, I put him as an anonymous uh, tip. If you look here, you'll probably find her. Oh, wow. So I never, never heard that. And did you follow, have you not, you haven't followed up to see what the situation was on that yet? More than likely, you're right. You know that, right? More than likely, you're right. 100%. I mean, I, I, I have no doubts whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, now, is is there something else that you're not telling us? Like you know, any other spidey senses we don't know about? 
Huh? Yeah, sorry guys, we're having an issue with the video again. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the it's this OBS, so I'm gonna have to figure the sound out on the other one. Okay. So it's either we get good sound or we get picture. I okay. honestly, I'd rather have the good sound and good draw sound. some photos. Yeah. So sound is pretty good, guys, tonight. Yeah. Sound seems <laughs> pretty good. Better than us blaring and echoing and sounding like you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot for the life of me. I'm sorry. Everybody can hear Robert really well tonight, which we're really glad yeah. about that, too. That's awesome. Because we're always concerned about right. you guys not being so, able to hear our guests. Yeah. So that's really, really awesome. So now, what? So tell me this. What is a day in the life of Robert White? What do you do? <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious. Like, you have a lot of things that you're interested in. You, you have a lot of tasks. Like, you're multi-talented. You have a lot of interests. So what's the day in the life of Mr. Robaway? You're Mr. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, usually I, I get up, I I watch a bit of the, the morning news, but I have the TV set to, to turn on at, at 10 past 7 in the morning because that's usually when they give out uh, a code word for a competition they have on their TV show, which they, um, they add $10,000 a day to uh, a draw and if you pick up the phone in three three rings, it goes ten thousand more the next day. Oh. So I'm usually up about ten past seven to watch for that. Uh-huh. So I'm always entering. <laughs> I still haven't won it yet. I have put a prediction down though that I will win it when it's a hundred thousand dollars. So oh, it's at fifty thousand now. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my God, that is amazing! That's if, amazing. Uh, if I win it, I'll be doing a trip over there to the states because there's a few people I'm wanting to meet up with over there. Oh my God, that's uh, awesome! <laughs> that is so awesome. That's epic. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Um. Other than that, I get up. Um. I come over here to the desk. I usually try and set up some. Some of the crystals that I have, I've got a lot of beads, uh, a few of the other ones that I worked on. I tried to make up designs, kind of like how Sue was at the very beginning of this video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried, tried to organize things so I can uh, make jewelry out of them, like a, this is one of the oh, I've got. Wow. Uh, uh, tiger Eye and what's the other one? Um, Malachite. Oh. You know, here's the thing. Malachite. Well, I, I have looked through every oh my God. single distributor I could find. Where did you find your Malachite? To find a, a cluster of Malachite, a few clusters. Mm-hmm. I have asked every distributor I have. On, in, on Malachite is mind you. so hard to find. How did you find your Malachite? She's asked on three continents, mind you. I'm not kidding. Yeah. How did you find eBay. it? Huh? eBay. eBay. <laughs> I buy wholesale. That's why. Oh, my goodness. Well, they have to be. Uh, oh, God. It's you, very hard to you find. You said the magic cluster. word. You said the magic yeah. word, Robert. It's very hard to find. So continue, continue. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what Mr. Crystal does. Okay. So you, you get your inspiration, you fiddle around with your crystals. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I put together pieces that I think will sell. Um, I've been I've been putting to, putting together a few different bits for 
another another batch of people that I know that are doing a Paracon over in New York. Okay. Uh, the Winter Paracast, I think it's called. And they're holding that on um, February 29th and March, March 1st. Oh. So I'm sending out with them a few pieces that I've been working on. Are they doing it on consignment for you there? Uh, yeah, they're going to sell it for, for what I, I mark it as. And so, yeah, I've been putting it on. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there it is. Yeah, there he's is. holding up a piece of jewelry right now that we can see on Zoom. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, you guys aren't going to be able to see it right now. in a uh, cage. Oh, my God. Oh, Do you, yeah. Did you see that, too? Yeah. Things. Beautiful. I'll, I'll clean up the pieces of stone, gemstones. Yeah. And I'll polish them, make them look all pretty, put my intention into them. Then put them into the cages because at the moment the now do you problem. make your own cages? Uh, not yet. I've been wanting to learn. I can I tell you. I can do it with, but I haven't actually learned how to make it with the, the wire that's free. Oh, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few, a few different things here. Um, oh, yeah. I'm also uh, well, I have another piece, piece oh. of amethyst. That's a beautiful one too. With a look. see, that's inspiration right there. That's yeah, awesome. the cages. That's really yeah. awesome. Where did your uh, knowledge of crystals come from? Back in 1994, I had a friend that I was doing a course with. Uh, I can't remember what the course was, but we were learning at one of the one of the um, uh, individual sort of learning places. Mm-hmm. And he had found the lapidary club, and he said to me, "I should probably join that because I'd enjoy it." Mm-hmm. And he'd show, he'd shown me a piece that he's been working on, which was a quartz cluster. And actually, at his place, I picked up that there was a ghost in his house. There was a, a woman nice. around the house. And he had claimed that he was a, a male witch warlock. So I think he had he had also known about the the spirit, mm-hmm. but I never actually said to him that I, I'd seen her or felt oh. her. Oh. But when I actually when I see them, they're, they're sort of like a shimmer, sort of like how I don't know the predator in uh, the movie The Predator. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Shimmer. That's sort of how I see them. That's a wicked good description for it. I've never thought of it that way, but yes, I've seen that. I've seen that, yes. That's a good way to put it. Never, that's the best description I've ever heard, sir. What are they doing? So why didn't you tell them about it, though? Um, I just didn't feel comfortable telling them about it. Oh. Uh, I don't know. A couple of years after that, I uh, went up and asked about him and found out that he died. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. So he was kind of like the one that kind of introduced you to the world of crystals. Yeah, was, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm, it's weird because, see, I've always been into crystals, mm-hmm. but Michelle made the mistake of finding a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was like, I would watch the wholesaler because I was interested in learning about what crystals or what, right. what their names were, what they looked like. 
Um, so I would listen to the Chinese wholesalers because I speak Chinese. So I like to watch the wholesalers. But then one day, she didn't know that, though. So then one day I said, hey, she happened to see me looking and watching the Chinese wholesalers with the crystals. That was it. That was it. The crystals took off from there. You know, and I love it. She loves it. And we just, it just happened. Yeah, literally, the, even the wrapping. No from that. The, yeah. the wrapping was just kind of self-taught. I'm from a beginning to now, and I'm I'm still working on improving every day. Yeah, I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. I'm a cheerleader. I go. I I'm always like, you can do it. Try it. Don't don't. She's always hesitant. I'm like, no, you try it. Do this. Do that. Don't no don't try it. You never know. Just it's worth it. Whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, if I don't like that, I'll just like cut it off and throw the wire away. Just do it. Just yeah. try. You never know. You no, never know. Not that. <laughs> and I find it interesting too, Robert, because here. Here, and I find that women are more interested in crystals than men. So it's interesting to find a man that's so knowledgeable about crystals, believe it or not. I happen to know women. Wow, look at that. Well, we nobody can see it, so you'll have to describe it because so, we have no video. Describe that piece, Robert, because people cannot see the video at the moment. Yeah. And a large piece of rose quartz that I picked up at one of the gem shows. Uh, they were doing the boot sale type of thing out, out in the, the back area. Oh, that's your mind, yeah. <laughs> that's a big giant piece um, There were a few pieces that I would have picked up if, I, um, if I'd had the money at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they were charging a, a fair bit. This one here was $16. It's about snugly wow. in the palm of the hand. Yeah. Uh, $2. My mother-in-law, the ad sale. Wow, those are amazing. Yeah, she picked it up at the ad sale and mailed it up for Florida. It was hilarious. So do you, no, so how did it all evolve then from there? Did you, did you just kind of start collecting crystals on your own? Did you kind of evolve like, I like this kind, so I'm going to buy this kind? How did, you, how did it all happen from there? Uh, most of the ones that I got at the beginning were at the club itself because they have a whole different range of different rocks and stones there that you can work on. Um, from that point, I started looking online, looking on eBay, looking at different places to to shop for different crystals. Um, like this piece here, it's one that I made into a wand. It's a black and white sort of uh, piece. I'm not even really sure what it is. I think it's a, a type of marble. Oh, that's but this was in the offcut bin. So I just go and raid that sort of place, uh, the, the the little ice cream bucket that they have there uh -huh. for whatever's there. Or it's <laughs> the oddballs, so kind of like the oddballs. And, and they come up really good. So. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to learn how to do like do certain holes and stuff inside the crystals, but. Um, in order to do them, most of the time, you have to have a certain setup. You have to have wa constant water, water running yeah. in order to cut them a certain way. You know, with the power tool, because I'm a power tool girl. <laughs> I'm not afraid to they, put the... Yeah, they use an ice cream bucket with water in it. 
Oh, yeah? I probably short circuit my power drill. You might have, I might get accidentally get electrocuted if that happens. You she know? would. I would get electrocuted. <laughs> I accidentally almost, almost teased myself with my face. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it was really weird. When I mean, literally, talk about, like, when I got married, I'm the one that owned the tools. Yes. My husband was not allowed to touch my tools. Because if you could picture Tim the Tool Man Taylor... That was my husband. That was it. That was my husband. I swear to God, he would break and screw up just about anything. It's like, do not touch my tools. Okay? Don't. So you started off as like a collector. Collect, collect, collect. Find anything like, like, find anything like. So then when did you get into the business of actually selling the crystals? Um, probably about four, three or four years after that day, probably 1998, nearly 2000. So I've been selling them a fair bit recently because uh, I've been putting more out for this than I've been making. And, yeah, just the... Uh, I actually started off doing beading oh, at a, a place that they, they toured beading in the... Uh, at the time, it was just the Kmart Plaza. Yeah, was it like macrame beading or wire wrap beading? Uh, it was tiger tail beading with normal beads and the... Um, cloth. Not wire, but cloth, right? No, it was, like a, it was the, the wire, but it was the tiger tail wire. What's the tiger uh, The one that has the seven strands sort of wrapped in plastic. Oh, you put beads on those. Oh, the plastic wire? Kind of, yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I moved on from that to, to this type that you can't see because... Yeah, nobody can see them, but <laughs> we you can always them. snap pictures and post them yeah. later. We get to see them. Yeah. They're beautiful. Well, this one I've decided to do up for those who can't really handle the uh, the crimp, uh, the uh, clasps. Yeah. I've done it with the oh. hematite bead that every second gorgeous. bead. Yeah. The magnetic ones. Oh, my yeah, God. So that's that's yeah. gorgeous. The wrap. When you put it on, all you got to do is sort of wrap it around. And yeah. It'll stick to itself. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to worry about. That would be perfect for me because I've had four uh, strokes. I've had four strokes. Yeah. I have a hard time with class. So yeah, that's, that's why I started doing these. Yeah. I'm going to test dummy for them. I started making these yeah. so just people could just, like, if I could adjust it, it on and off a little calm one. That's, yeah. that's the thing. So she's my test dummy. Yeah. If I can clasp it, then anybody can clasp it. She is. She's yeah. my best. Because I've had four strokes. So if I can do it, then anybody can do it. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? Those pieces are gorgeous. So for anybody that is coming on our show in the future, I think I like the idea of the better sound. I'm not going to go back to XSplit. So, anything that you guys want to show, snap a picture and send it over either in Messenger or through our email, which is aqnetwork at gmail.com. And I can literally show a scroll of a bunch of items, uh, whatever it is that you want to show at that particular time. I don't mind. Right now on the screen, for those that are actually watching the so-called video or picture, Thing. You're seeing a picture of Robert, you're seeing the backdrop, mm-hmm. and you're seeing our sponsor, 
which is uh, Susie Swanbeck ACU, which will soon be Coral's Crystal, yes. if they ever allow the rename. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, like, where do you draw your inspiration for all this pieces? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> where does all that come from? When I was, uh, I'll, I'll take it back to before I was married to Amber, that's her name, mm. uh, we were searching for um, her wedding dress, basically. Uh-huh. We went into Michael's in um, Oregon oh. to pick out a wedding dress, and uh, I was talking to one of the ladies there about other dresses and whatnot that another person was wearing, and I said, oh, that tiara and that piece and that piece and that piece, that is all going well together. And she, she said to me, oh, it's too bad you're over here on the tourist visa, otherwise you'd probably have a job here. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've always had an eye for, for putting things together, basically. Nice. There was a visual arts course that I was in that I learned for swordsmithing. Mm-hmm. So I was being taught other things as well, like the painting, charcoal work, screen printing, um, nice. the computer manipulation, Photoshop <coughs> things. Uh, it was all a combination of that that sort of got me really into it. And that was back in 2001, 2002. Wow, um, you are so talented. Oh, my God. How many courses have you taken? You are a lifelong learner. Yeah, me too. Like, are, you, are, are you a learnaholic like I am? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to learning. I've got, like, three courses I'm working on right now. So... Yeah. So with all these skills, tools down. so with all these skills, how like do you like she gets inspired by certain things, and all of a yeah. sudden she gets. I and that's it. I grab the wire, and it's like okay, I know what I'm gonna do, and then I'll start grabbing the tools, not even realizing what I'm doing. So yeah, I gotta stop myself. Do you like do you go and like like look at the ocean, and all of a sudden get inspired and come home and and create a piece, or how does that work for you? Your inspiration. I can I can do that. Oh. I don't know if you can hear them out there, out there now, but the Rainbow Lorikeets are at the door. Yeah. It's you. Uh, I just go out there, take photos of them, bring them back in, put the photo on the screen and try and do something from either the colour type of effect that they have on their bodies or do things like feathers, leaves, wow. you name it. Yeah, wow. see, I, I work off of energy. It's really weird because I will name my pieces based on how I feel when I create yeah, it. Yeah, she, she literally names her pieces by emotion. Literally. I got one that's called Rock and Roll because I was listening to Ozzy Osbourne when I made it. So, you know, that's yeah. like, rock! And then I was listening to musicals. I was driving her crazy. So oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, I, I did like another musicals. one that's called Looney Tunes. <laughs> And then I did another one that was called, because she was going through her opera stage, yep, yep. it's called The Opera. Yeah, and the ballet. I love yes, the opera. Yeah, it's called The Opera. Yep. I'm the yeah, showgirl, so. totally. No, it's, it's kind of hilarious the way it, the way it actually happens. <laughs> We're so opposite. She'll watch the opera. I'll watch burlesque. Okay? <laughs> I was so a ballerina at one point in my life. I was never a ballerina. So, Okay. So let, now I'm curious. Let's let's see this this list. How many courses and how much education have you actually had? Okay, let's see if it's start from the beginning. Ready? You must get set. She's gonna count. Go. She's gonna count. 
She's going to come. Say them. You got to tell out loud. You got to say what they are because I, I can't hear that. Say them out loud. <laughs> I, I can't hear that. Say them out loud. I can try. see you thinking, but nobody else can. <laughs> yes. Say them out loud. Barista. Of course. Um, I can't remember the name of the other one. There's the one that I met up with. Um, the friend that got me into the the uh, rocks. Okay. Water uh, culture. Uh, there was a bar type service. Okay. Bye. Uh, <laughs> you know, about 15 or so, I know, but I can't remember what they were. Ah. <laughs> it was the one that I did online, though, that we couldn't actually get online. And that Drop them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Graphic, graphic design course. Oh, look, look at the camera. Oh, uh, photography. Is they, that... They think they That's a Nikon. I use a Canon. They sent the camera up. Oh, oh wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, I I buy mine. That's amazing. I had to buy my DHLR. I mean, I used to use the Nikon, but there was something about the color in the Canon because I yeah. do a lot of, I don't do close-ups. I do a lot of the, like, scenery oh. for people. They want the background type thing. So Boy. a lot of that I do. So to me, yeah. the Canon was a better fit for me because of the way it picks up the colors. So it was just, right. I don't know, that was me. That's amazing. Yeah. I've been buying the lenses, though. They get very expensive. Yeah, and they are. Canon there as well. So I use both. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I like the Canon. Well, you're probably averaging about maybe 20 courses in your life. Yeah, how, how many do you think I had? I mean, I had courses. You were probably up there, too. Yeah, I'm you're probably up there, too, about say. 20 courses. Yeah, I got, uh, <laughs> I got three more I'm working on right now. So. Wow, that is yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's quite a few. That is amazing. Wow. So it's like, how do you decide what to do with your day when you know there's so many things you can do with your day? Well, that's the beauty of all the courses. You can do anything you, do you anything want you with want. the day. You know, that's why learning is amazing. Like now that I know about the Smith working, I haven't yeah. even finished. I I know actually I got four courses. Sorry, I got four courses. I got courses two. I got to finish. I got, I got two, four. I, got yeah. I have to have two. I'm going to do the. I'm, gonna I'm probably going to add five. I'm going to officially be an herbalist. I'm not just going to be the village witch. I'm going to officially be an American herbalist because I am a Portuguese village witch. But I'm going to make it official and become. The American Herbalist. Yeah, well, I'm a, you know. the Master of Wicca. So that's coming up. Yeah. And, well, um, I got the Master of Wicca, too. Yeah, but then, yeah, that's, been, together, that's right. been sitting there for a while. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's really weird. So <laughs> it's like, it's like I don't even know why I bought it. And then I bought it again and sent it to her. Yeah. So it was one of those things. It was like, okay, this course is on sale. Let's take yeah. this one. It's just been so hectic. Yeah. There's so many things going on. The moves, my health. Just a lot of chaotic stuff going on. So. When things calm down a little bit, then we can actually focus on the classes and get the classes done and over with. But yeah, I but see, that's yeah. the problem. And I'm, I mean, I haven't, I, I haven't even taken one of the wrapping courses to learn the technique. Yeah, yeah. So She's just been like, I've just been the like, midnight boom, oil. Boom, 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 boom. But then, you know, I did do the aromatherapy. I finished that, and then I, I found another one that I, I really rather enjoy. So. I have that one coming up. That's going to be something else I can add to the network as well. And 
You know, so I haven't even been teaching. I've been too busy going to class. Yeah, she loves me, so that's her. So what do you think your next class is going to be, Robert? What you I know, it's next? like you can't help it. You get it, right? You can't <laughs> stop. What it's you like you don't know, so you want to learn about it. So what do you think is going to be next for you, Robert? Uh, well, I have been looking at some more of the uh, the camera classes. Ah. So that I can do even better photos so that I can... At some stage, I'm wanting, as I said, to uh, make up a, a photo book of all the animals and all of the um, right. plants and whatnot. Because I took a whole heap of photos in the far north when we went up there. Mm-hmm. There was a caravan park, and yes, I'm going to plug it. <laughs> yes, everybody, everybody officially, Robert is putting together a picture book. So this is his talk about the book. So it's an amazing Yeah, there's a, there's an online just to help you out because I do a lot of editing and I do video editing. That's like my job job, what I do. Uh, this yeah. stuff is just kind of like a passion for mine. But um, right. as far as that, there's a program, I think it's called Blimp. Blimp. Um, it, it comes from the Amazon videos. Could you guys kill each other silently? Got it. So it's the dogs. Um <laughs> nephew and uncle fighting all the time I'm telling you Um, so it's called Blimp I think it runs off of Amazon because you can literally either have your book printed but there's a way to actually send it to Amazon Yeah, so literally you do it that way as well and that way seems to be the cheaper one they're now going to eat the soap so tell me about the whole beginning concept of the book the inspiration for the book tell me all about this book because I love this whole concept well, while I was up there at the uh, at the caravan park, I don't know, he actually saw some of the photos I've been taking because I had been able to go out into the that attic that they had, and I could point the camera up at the stars and just leave the exposure on and get really good shots of the Milky Way right overhead and all the different stars because there was zero light. Um, what do they call it? Uh, when there was city lights, there were no city lights. Right. Uh-huh. Complete blackness. They can barely hear <laughs> so again. I got really good photos of the of the stars and the um, wow. all of the uh, constellations. Yeah. And then I went about taking photos of oh they had fish in the little creek, they had turtles in the creek, they had a whole range of different insects that were flying around and we got really good photos out of those as well and he said, Oh, you should go and make a book out of it and I thought, Yeah, okay, I will <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. That is pretty. I mean that that right there, I mean, somebody right there is already interested. So you already know that that's gonna be a successful book right there. You know Oh yeah, definitely Absolutely. go for it. There's the interest right there in it right now. So so what did you what did you think about like the concept from there? What are you adding now to the book? Uh, I am planning on putting the name down of what the the thing is no. to go to the plant no. the no. the animals and all the stars and basically have it like like a kid's book really, just showing what the name is, showing the photo and having like flip book. So, or, or one of those ones that lay on the coffee table. Oh. So you can just look at the 
pictures and find out what the, the names are. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. That is a I, great I like idea. I like the idea of the, the coffee table book because it makes yeah. a, a good conversational piece. And then to open up the page and have it be like a flip book, like a kid's book, to have yeah. all that in front of you, that is a great idea. Oh, definitely. That is a great idea, Robert. You're brilliant. Oh, you, from, the, from, from the far north of Queensland. Yeah, wow. Have yeah, that been tried or something? The amazing. The pictures must be gorgeous. From where you are, they must be stunning. I can only imagine. I can only imagine how beautiful oh, they are, really. Truly. Now, you're putting your intent and your feelings and your, oh, yeah. your spidey senses in the book, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Now, do you have an end goal for the book? Like, how many pages do you think you want to do this? When, when, when do you think you'll be satisfied for when the book will be complete? Um, hopefully by the end of this year. Okay. I have enough photos compiled together and, and sorted into the sizes that they need to be to be able to send them to whoever it is that's going to print them. Yeah. And, but I, I still have to find out, like as Sue said, the cost of how, how much they'll be to print and how they're going together, that sort of thing. There is a lot of like low cost like publishers and printers here that, here in the state that would scoop up your yeah. Book that's why I was heart. thinking even Amazon you could actually make a photo book on Amazon mm-hmm. and you would yeah. start off on the Kindle version until you build up some sales and able to get some copies printed. Yeah, that would help you that way. Yeah, I I've mm-hmm. done a lot of research on that. Mm-hmm. I've like got like three or four books part done. Yes, so you would, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Um, but if you didn't want to do Amazon, there is a lot of other publishers too that right. would literally scoop your book up in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Especially it being brilliant idea. Coffee table books are actually rare these days. Yeah, they are. You know, I mean, you find them in the art galleries around here. Um, more like New York, Boston, uh, the more of the no, in um, in Gallery X. Yeah, that's true. They, that's they, true. There's More a lot of photocopy table books in gallery. Is it not yeah. one that you open up and have a yeah. picture book and have these stunning pictures there with the descriptions of what you're looking yeah, at? Yeah, well, there's nothing like the type of uh, birds and animals he has around Yeah, yeah. definitely not. a lot of lighthouses. Not Robert White set. pictures. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. Not Robert White. They're not Robert White. <laughs> it's not Robert White. What's the title did you say you were going to make it, Robert? What's the title of the book? Well, if I do the first one, it will be of all the photos that I took from the far north of Queensland. So, the the views of far north Queensland, basically. So That's nice. Call. I like the views that. of far north Queensland. So, it sounds so fancy. Queensland. It sounds so fancy when you say it, Robert. <laughs> it does. It sounds so fancy. I want to I want to put my pinky up. All right. Like the Queen of England. You know what I mean? I want to put okay. your pinky up. <laughs> right. It sounds so Don't wonderful, play. though. Oh, it sounds so good. Now, and like most authors, right? And I found this to be the, the case. When people start with their very first book, their thoughts are already on their second book as well. You're already thinking second book as well, aren't you? Well, because he's already got the first book. Right? So that's really yeah. the case. There it is. Yeah. Look, at Look at the picture. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Wow. That was taken today? Yesterday. Yes. Oh, yeah, I wow, like parrots. Beautiful. I used to have a, a Quaker parakeet and a um, wow. African gray and what else did mm-hmm. I own? It was another one. Wow. 
Wow. Back when I was younger. So certain I like the the bigger birds. So yeah. before we were, before we do run out of time, Robert, can you tell everybody again how can they reach you? Right. They have an hard time finding you on Facebook. Is there an email? Uh, what is this? Well, there's there's the Facebook and there's battleliner at gmail dot com. B a t t l e l i n e r at gmail. All right. Got it. And then under I under Facebook is the Kookaburra bird. Which so, I'll put that in there, too. It's got blue wings on it. So the, that's the type that doesn't actually make the laughing sound. Oh, really? Yeah, it makes a screeching sound. All the others do a laugh. Like the kookaburra is laughing all the time, but that one there doesn't laugh. Wow, that's amazing. I would love a bird that would laugh with me all the time. <laughs> that would be fantastic. A bird that would actually laugh all the time would be awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, so I know that um, there's been a few people looking to book him for a reading. The email is in the um, chat, guys, battleliner at gmail.com. And on Facebook, it's Robert White. is the blue kookaburra bird. You can find him on Facebook. He is available for reading as well as numerous things. Gentlemen, stop it, boys. Stop it, bad boys. You guys want to go in timeout? This is my naughty boy right here. Yeah, I just put mine down. Yeah, naughty, I naughty. I to stop. Naughty, naughty boy right here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Give me a kiss. Like, I know I'm going to be punishing you. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm going to be punishing you. This is my naughty boy right here. This is my Buddha buddy. Nobody can see yeah. him except for Robert. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, now you're down. Okay, now it's like a kid. He just wants attention for like two seconds, then he's done and over with. You know, then he goes off to play. All right, we have 13 minutes left of the show. We actually do have a caller on the line. Yay, we got a caller. Okay, so the caller on the line is 1416. I've been listening. Hi, live on the air with the Network. Hi, what is yes. your name, honey? My name is Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. How Hi. are you? I'm fabulous, yeah. but I'm trying. I don't know how to get into your chat room because you're not showing anything on Blog Talk. Oh, we're on Facebook Live. We're also ACU Network on YouTube. Well, I mean, all right. If I go into Facebook right now and I put in ACU Network, you, yeah, it doesn't Network. let me in. It doesn't let me in. Oh. Well, if we're uh, full, because sometimes if the chat room is full, Facebook limits, that's why we, we restream right on YouTube as well. So if you go over to YouTube, you can find us on ACU Network as well. Eileen, do you okay, have wait. a question for the guest, Mr. Robert White? Do you have a question for him? Um, I have a, yeah, I have a question. I have a curiosity. I have an older sister, and we, she disappeared probably, I don't know, 20 years ago. And we don't know anything about where she is or she had some problems and she was in a a facility and then they she walked out and my sister who I know she's not settled in it. I mean, I've let go a long time ago. But the lady right. is probably around seventy something years old now. And I just wondered if she's still in body, you know. Robert, she had a lot of, to hear her? 
try Susan and Michelle. I think I might have put it on the wrong one. Instead of ATUN Network, or do I type in ATU Network in the search button? No, in the search button, just you can look up um, ACU Network, Awakening the Unknown. Mm-hmm. I got like three different YouTube channels, and I forget which one. The, the email is ACU Network, but I guess the title says Susan Michelle. Okay. All right, because they're all saying Awakening, Awakening, Awakening. I don't yeah, Awakening the Unknown. They're a year. They're one year, one year, one year. These are going back in time. Now we're actually live right now. Why can't you text me? Why can't you text me a, um, a link? Can you go on Facebook and, and text, um, text? Yeah, I can go on Facebook. I can go okay, on Facebook. We'll you. I'll yes. go on and Facebook. Problem is, okay, hold on. I was there earlier when you were talking. I'm going there. Okay. ATU Network. Okay. And yeah, now I it says at the top. It has yeah. Tuesday, January 21st. It doesn't even have today. Go to videos, honey. This should you got to go to videos. videos. Then All right. Show I'm you in video. Yep. No. Show you what time. Go down. Go down. 31. This is July. Now, if I go down, I'm in 219. That's very strange. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Facebook. Um, if you this send a message... Back. Yeah, send a message to ATU Network. We can um, we can send you the link. We'll after send the you video. the link to um, the um, the YouTube. Yes. Well, wait. When I'm now, I'm in. I'm still in videos. You want me to go back to all? I gotta Maybe, figure yeah, out how yeah, to get videos. to you. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh. I'm saying how to go. Now it says going. See here, Awakening the Unknown, ATU Network readers and channel event, January 21st. So it was yesterday. Then the one below that is ATU Network with it looks like a, a sun behind two beings. Yeah, no, so you're in an event. You're in the event. You're in events. You need to be actually on the page. Page. At the top it says on our page. pages. Let me go to pages. Just, the no, ATU, ATU Network. No, ATU Network. Yeah. If you click ATU Network Radio, you'll see a picture of both of us, and on the right-hand side will be videos, and it says live. In a red box. Now I got you. You put in the word radio. Yay! Okay. All right. So Talk now I'm me. here. Yay! All right. That's well, great. thank you. Sure you. All right. Make Good. sure you like. You're welcome, honey. Make sure you follow, subscribe, like all of it. All right, well, honey? I'm already in there. I see Robert now. Okay, so I'm gonna. Hey, I'm, gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna the volume and it might repeat back. So I don't want to do that to you, but I see the word live up there. And Robert, yeah. I have a humongous piece of malachite that I've carried from, I think Sedona, probably at least 30 years ago, that I got wow. along with my amethyst. Wow. Now, where did you so pick up your piece of Caltech? I think I got it in Sedona. I think I got it in Sedona. But I love yeah. it. I have tons of crystals in my house, all kinds. And I've been working so a lot awesome. with essential oils lately. More and more and more. I'm mm-hmm. carrying them around with me now. The sacred the frankincense and the lavender and the peppermint. And also the eucalyptus, because a lot of people are calling for that. The bodies are calling for that right now. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. I'm a certified aromatherapist, and I do work a lot with aromatherapy. 
That's where the that's where life and yeah. the universe is taking everyone. Actually, guys, we got on the yeah. right track, honey. Four minutes left to the show. Four okay, minutes one thing left. I want to share with you. Just one thing I want to share with you. If you ever get a okay. wound or a cut on your finger or yeah. leg or anything, pour some golden seal powder on it and then bandage it up, and it'll immediately oh, start. No, I didn't no, say gold bomb. Steel. I said golden oh, seal. No, golden seal. It's a particular S-E-A-L. type of herb. It's yeah. a, it comes in capsules, and I have it in my fridge, and I probably have the same bottle of capsules for, I don't know, 20 years or so. And yeah. because I picked up some bricks, heavy-duty concrete bricks, and I broke the skin, and I, like, anyway, I poured some golden seal on it, and now the skin is already healed. And I just pour lavender awesome. on it, and that skin, you know, it heals the skin really fast. So All I just right. wanted to share that I'm, with you guys. All okay, right. I'm so sorry, everybody. I, we got, Go. Yeah, we got to close up the show. We we have less, love and we light, have a little I mean, last love and light. Love Thank and you light so much for calling in. Take care. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. So much, all right, Robert, so thank you sorry, so much yeah. for today. <laughs> we got like two minutes and forty six seconds left, guys. So we got ways to contact Robert, ways yep. to book Robert for personal readings. We can't thank you, Robert, so much, so much, so much. We found out so many mysteries we solved about Mr. Robert White, Mr. Crystals, which cracked open today. So we got to find out so many interesting things about him tonight. We can't thank you enough. And at least you got half a video with him. Yes, I did. don't know why we go to break and the video decides to stop. So those you guys who didn't get to see him, he's a very handsome fellow, okay? <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you on Sunday. 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 We'll see you Healing Sundays here on ACU Network thank you, Robert, or ACU so Network much. Radio. Now, don't forget. To check out our sponsor, which is Susan Swanbeck ACU, soon to be Coral oh, Crystal. As soon as I can get them to approve the damn name change. <laughs> so I was like, you know, hello here. Hello, so um, I hope you guys had a good time. And Robert, we really did enjoy having you as a guest. I want to so thank much. you so much. And at least mm-hmm. we got half the video. Yeah. But the sound was awesome. Yes. Thanks for tuning in to Awakening the Unknown with Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan here on the ATU Network. For more information on upcoming shows and appearances, be sure to follow us on Facebook and on the web at awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.com. Voiceover work done by Cody Ray Despian. Huh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Robert. That was awesome. Okay.